Greetings and welcome back to Mishnah Yomit, the study program sponsored by the Orthodox Union, hosted here at OU.org. In each one of these podcasts, we study two Mishnayot sequentially. Uh, my name is Yitzchak Shalom, and I'm honored to be studying Masachek Tubot with you, and today we're going to study Perakeh Mishnah Bet and Mishnah Gimel. Mishnah Bet really does sit a little bit independently from Mishnah Aleph, and Bet and Gimel really do, do form uh, a sense of a uh, continuity, so it's a nice uh, couplet today. Now, have to remember that in the times of the beforehand and in the times of the Talmud, the way that marriages happened was that a uh, typically a man would approach a man about his daughter and would give kiddushin when the daughter was typically underage. And then they would wait until she was of age in order to actually get married. From the point that the kiddushin um, was given... Um, the um, the girl was considered an Eshet Ish. The husband had certain obligations towards her, but of course she could not have relations with anyone else without benefit of the get or the death of the Arus. Now, once you betroth her, we give her 12 months to get ready for married life. From the moment the Baal says, I want to marry you, which means if he betrothes a girl at age 3 or 4, which did happen uh, in the ancient world, then they would, of course, wait quite a bit longer. And if they got betrothed at an earlier age, but neither one of them was ready, they could wait. But the minute he says, let's get married, she automatically gets 12 months. And the same thing works in the other way. Let's say that the girl's family, or the girl says, let's get married. From that moment on, his clock starts ticking, but he gets 12 months in order to prepare himself to put aside money, and to build a house, and to do whatever he needs for married life. If she's an almana, both he and she get 30 days uh, in order to be prepared. Now, let's say that the 12 months came and they didn't get married. And we're not clear why they didn't get married, but at this point we'll assume that he dragged his feet. The women get to eat from his property, meaning he has to feed them. And if he's a kohen, they start eating truma even if they're not kohen. Rabbi Tarfon says she can get all of it truma, all the payment in truma. Half chul and half truma. Now remember, one of the problems here is that she's still living at home with her parents who are non-kohanim. So there certainly are some issues here, and this is of course Mishnah Rishona. Mishnah Rishona is, the final ruling is that she does not eat truma until she actually marries the fellow. But he does have to be a supporter at that 12-month point. Okay, next Mishnah. Hayavam eno machil truma. So let's say that a Kohen is married to a regular girl. He dies without kids. His brother now is going to marry her. In the meantime, while he's Yavam, he does not feed her Truma. So let's say that the husband said, let's get married. She said, let's get married. And six months later, so she's halfway through the waiting period, he died, and now the Yavam has been hanging out for, for six months. That means she's been waiting a total of 12 months. Even if the husband was around till the day before 12 months, and he died, and then there's the Avam. Let's say the husband died a day after the Erusin, or a day after the Tfiyah, and now the Avam has the next 11 plus months. She doesn't eat Truma until there's a full 12 months with a particular man who's dragging his feet. This, of course, is all Mishnah Rishona, meaning the earlier ruling. The final ruling is that a woman does not eat truma until she actually is married to the fellow, and there's a machloket, a moraim, why that is, 
Is it because of Simpon? Uh, because he may find after he marries her that there's something that actually negates the marriage retroactively? Or is it because of Shema Tachil Achiel Because as I said, she's living in her home with her non-Kohanic family and she may feed them some of the Truma. Either way, that is the final ruling. We'll pause at this point and pick it up with our study of Mishnah uh, Dalid and Hay in the next podcast. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.